Before you begin listening to the show, I just want to give you a heads up that it contains adult language and humour and themes that some may find offensive. As usual, all opinions of guests are solely their own. Hello, I'm Damien Edison, one half of Art92 and the co-creator of Pre-Mortis, Tales of Modern Horrors. And welcome to Omen to That, a sporadic podcast series where I talk to a selection of hand-picked guests on a diverse range of topics centred in and around the world of art, comics and all things creative. In the world of horror subgenres that includes everything from serial killer slashes and body horror to the paranormal, there's always been a special place for those movies, books and comics that pushed a little bit further. From the first time Herschel Gordon Lewis shocked audiences in 1963 with the blood-drenched classic Blood Feast, there's been a fascination for splatter horror, where the schlockier the action, the better. Throughout the years, many creators have continued this tradition, including Ruggiero Diodato, Dario Argento, Lucio Fulci and Sam Raimi. And today we have Eli Roth and Rob Zombie carrying the blood-soaked torch for all things gore. And my guest today is the comic's equivalent of a schlockmeister. His work captures the look and feel of the genre that liberally mixes sex and gore with a healthy splat of comedy. So make sure you plastic wrap the furniture as we enter the blood-soaked art of horror comics. Today I'm pleased to welcome a truly original creator in the world of modern horror comics. For several years, through his own self-publishing imprint of Beat the Demon Comics, my guest has been delivering some of the most memorable and original comics in the genre, including Death Truck, War Chicken and the brilliantly titled Razor Bastard. In addition, he's the regular artist on the gore-drenched Slaughterhouse series for Hellbound Media and he's just about to release his latest solo schlockfest title, Cannibal XXX. So it's my pleasure to welcome the superbly talented artist, writer, and all-round gorehound, Paul P.J. Johnson. Oh, Paul. Hello. How you doing, man? You all right? I'm all right, mate. How, how are you keeping in these um, weird times as they are? Not too bad. Not too bad. I'm I'm kind of just waiting for um, everyone that's kind of like died so far to sort of return from the grave. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then the zombie. <laughs> the toxin can't be far off, can it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The zombie apocalypse can begin. Um, and then there were no more lockdown. Everybody would be like running for their lives. Um, you know, like I like, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe, or maybe everyone's just gonna be like sat at home for forever. Well, it does seem that way, doesn't it? I mean, it's quite funny because when this first started, I remember people thinking, oh, you know, this is great. And then fast forward three months and everyone's going, this is shit. And then fast forward to now and people, I think, are just. Just assuming it's never going to end, isn't it? And until a massive meteorite hits the Earth, which apparently is on its way, I don't know. <laughs> well, breaking news, there you go. Yeah. Only a few weeks in, and you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, well, I read it on Facebook, so it must be true. So. <laughs> well, that's it then, isn't it? I mean, yeah. why we waste time with science and doctors and medicine and all that when, you know, you can just go to Facebook and um, find yeah. all your answers? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I took myself off Facebook when all this kind of... Um, stuff started it was kind of like really doing my head in um i didn't realize that i knew so many uh, doctors and scientists uh, <laughs> apparently like 90 my uh first group friends list are all quite, quite like qualified qualified <laughs> areas of uh, of medicine and you know this kind of stuff but uh yeah, yeah. and so i took myself off for a while i came back on um when I finish Cannibal uh, to promote my book, and then when I finish promoting that, I'll disappear again, like Bigfoot. It's one of them things, isn't it, Facebook, where it's kind of an unnecessary evil, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. If you're creating, yeah. you're trying to get stuff out there. Yeah, that's, that's all I kind of like use it for. You know, you kind of, you do a book, you put some artwork out or something like that, or and then, you know, people buy it. Oh, wow, that looks really, really cool. But you've got to put up with, like, sort of videos of sort of people falling over and stuff and... You know, you got to put up with like um, just just nonsense, just people's political stuff and religious stuff, and you know, I'm 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 there for comics. I'm there for I know. You know, I'm there for kind of cartoons and movies and 
stuff. Like, you know, what's Nicholas Cage doing this week? Kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I know. It is all destroying sometimes, though. You go on there and you just think, what's going on here? Yeah. But, what, uh... what, is, what is soul destroying is like when you, you've created something like really cool, you've done like a really cool kind of book and all that kind of thing. And it's like on my Instagram, I've got like, I don't know, 300 followers or something like that. You know, mm. I would add and, you know, you know, to entertain these 300 followers, whoever they are. But then you look at the, there'll be someone on there who's sort of just some young girl and she's kind of, she's in, into like Pokemon or something like that. And each day she'll post up a picture of her and a different Pokemon. And she's got like 25,000 followers, you know, and I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it, you know. And no. You go, she, she's a picture of her kind of like, you know, like in a little Pikachu outfit and stuff. And she's got like three billion likes for that day. Um you know, and I'll do with like a, a piece of work that I've spent like, I don't know, the past six months drawing and stuff. And, you know, I've got like three likes. One of them's my own like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. It's like, I, I think I've got like three three people who like all my stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's not for that, but you just kind of think, what have you got to do? Um, just yeah. to get, you know, you, you wonder then if people are even seeing it, don't you? That's the problem. Yeah, you don't, you don't know. You know, I feel like, what, what am I doing all this for? I mean, obviously, I'm not doing it for the likes and stuff like that. You know, yeah. and it, you know you're doing it to, to reach people. Then, like you say, you, you start to thinking, you know, is, is, is anybody, does anybody notice this? Is it, or like, is, is just everyone's feeds just full of, like, chickens in a bowl of hats? I, I, you know, like, mm. I don't know. But, yeah, sometimes you, you just wonder whether you're just shouting into a void, don't you? You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, yeah. like you say, you don't do it because you want people to, everybody to like your work. You just want people to actually see what you've been spending your time and effort on. And, yeah. It's, uh, it's, I don't know. It's all destroying, isn't it, sometimes? Yeah. But, yeah. You just go out there. You want people to kind of see it, get in touch with you, kind of buy your book and all this kind of stuff. You know, like someone who's got like a like a billion likes a day or something like that. Uh, <laughs> you know, some young girl with the bangers hanging out. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Hey, right, I might start doing that then. I might start pretending that I'm like a, like a like a young girl, and you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll sell more books. Um, well, that's actually that I keep saying you want to you, you'll get more likes if you like make a picture of you in a saucy outfit stood next yeah. to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> About two inches of the picture showing because that's that's how it seems working. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna start doing. You know, it's like <laughs> controversial artist comes out as being I don't know, ninety year old girl, and I'm just got like. <laughs> I'm not in your old model with a tits hanging out. You sell my books from now on. I'm just like, and if you had the screen, like, like the, the magicians who take the take the bows from beneath the stage and all that kind of thing. But <laughs> brilliant. Anyway, so as we record this, we're about to go into the Halloween season, uh, yeah. which is quite exciting. It'll be a bit different this year, I imagine, because I can't really think of anything be, be fucking worse, to be honest, than what we're going through. Yeah. But, um, so what do you normally do around Halloween, mate? Anything exciting, or is it just making comics, but like the rest of us? Yeah, it's like I, look, I always see people like around this time of year. It's like, oh, they're going to watch like uh, so many horror films uh, this month and all that kind of thing. That's what I do all year round, anyway. <laughs> so I spend like October watching things like Bridget Jones and uh, <laughs> other other Hellwagon movies. No, it's um, like round about Halloween, my little boy, uh, his birthday is uh, the 25th of this month. So we always have like like a Halloween-based kind of party for his, his birthday. Uh, and then the week after you've got Halloween, so it's another Halloween party and all that kind of thing. But obviously this this year, you know, you're not allowed people run your houses and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I think we'll probably, just, we'll probably still do the, the fancy dress stuff. Uh, it's just what we do. Just all sat around there. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I don't need any excuse for kind of like dressing up and all that kind of thing. So I probably just be dressed as Deadpool, playing a bit like I usually do. <laughs> yeah, is he going to have a virtual? Do is he going to have any any mates on Zoom or anything like that? You're going to try and do no, anything? He, yeah. He's only he's only four. Oh uh, right, oh, you know, he, then. he's he'll, he'll be quite he'll be quite happy that um that we're all there in the hero costumes and stuff or the horror costumes and. I was pretty good because I wanted to kind of go out uh, this year and do like a bit of kind of um, trick or treat. There's a big estate company where we live. In the past couple of years, we've been walking around. I was Ghost Rider last year. The year before that, I was Bane, and everyone's out and the houses are all decorated and it's a massive. Oh, kind brilliant! Of... It was really really cool. Like this year, I was going to do a... I was going to dress as a Red Miller from uh, the movie Mandy, a Nicolas Cage movie. All right. Uh, yeah. But um, I'm not allowed out. So <laughs> you could do it anywhere. I mean, yeah, just I randomly. <laughs> just don't do it on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, just sit in my living room and do it. 
Hey, that I, I, I do go. I do go out. I'm not. I'm. I've, since all the lockdown started, I've not been locked down. I've been um, out and about. I work in a, a care home as well as doing mm. all the comics and stuff like that. So it's been business as usual for me. I've just been kind yeah. of like. Right. Yeah. I've got fitter because uh, I stopped going on the bus. Uh, bought a bike, you know, so I can like pedal into work. So I've like, lost weight. So it's, I, I don't know. It's actually done me quite well, really. Yeah. Lost weight, yeah. Healthy. I don't get out of breath walking upstairs anymore. Is it out of your creativity as well? Have you got more work done, do you find? Because it, uh, it's one of two camps, isn't it? There's people that can't do it because they've got too much time to do it now that they yeah. just seize up. And other people who just go like hell for leather and think, fucking hell, I'm going to fill my boots while I can. Yeah, with, with me, with, when when it all kind of like kicked off and stuff, I've, obviously I've got two boys, so they're at home. Uh, I, mm. I, I, I juggle my time anywhere um, in between sort of like being a dad, being a husband, um like you know working the the night shift at the at the care place uh, and like drawing my books other people's books um so i'm constantly sort of like juggling uh things about um yeah. but uh yeah it's it's hard I've, I've got quite a lot done most of it get cannibal x finished which, which was pretty good but i don't know it's just time time i don't have enough time in the in the day i need like yeah. an hours or something like that I do everything that I that I want to do. Uh, so no, it's, it's been business as usual for me. I've, I've been like working at the night job, uh, coming home, starting at the kids, doing like some work on the books, going back mm. to work. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a bit hectic, really. But, yeah. You know. Well, speaking about your work, then. So for those of you that aren't familiar with your work, do you want to tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into art and comics in particular? Um, I've always been into uh, the, the the superheroes. Because when I was a kid, I grew up with Batman and Robin, uh, Adam West, um, and the Incredible Hulk and Bill Bixby stuff. Uh, so those characters have always sort of been in my life. And then from the TV series, I, I fell in love with the characters, the Hulk, Batman and Robin, the Joker, yeah. Riddler, uh, the absolutely fantastic, the Nicholas Hammond, Spider-Man. I was a massive uh, Spider-Man fan when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, sort of like standing on the edge of the chair. And, you know, I used to love that TV show. It yeah. Was- that was just, brilliant, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, there was just no bad in it. All yeah. the bad, like just I don't know, like old men and stuff. You know, there were no. You needed some Green Goblin in there or something like that. Yeah, but, uh, but it was still, when you think about the the budget it was done on, though, <laughs> it was like, yeah. you know what I mean? It was very, very. It's low. like because it's weird because the Hulk was. When you think about it, think about now, the Hulk was probably quite uh, ahead of its time with a lot of the effects and stuff. And yeah. Spider Man, they spent like about three hundred fifty on it, didn't they? <laughs> But it was still brilliant. I loved yeah. it. Stringy webs. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he just kung fu the shit out of everyone, didn't he, when you watch it back? He was like, yeah, yeah. he just literally kicked the shit out of everybody and, you know, yeah. ran around in that weird kind of crabby style. He did a lot of kung fu stuff, but it was kind of like, around about the same time as like Enter the Dragon and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it came off the back of the, because one of the movies was Dragon's Challenge. Yeah. Um, so there were loads of kung fu guys in that. Um, and then you got his his web where he'd go for shoot his web, and it was like a web on the end of a ring that someone was kind of, you know, that's right. you know, loved uh, all that stuff. But that's that's the, the characters of where I started kind of getting into into comics and stuff. It all started for me properly around about 1989 when Tim Burton's uh, Batman um, came oh, out. Oh yeah, I was 13 and I, I lost I lost my mind um, over it. I had. Everything that I owned had a bat symbol on it. A baseball cap, yeah. t-shirt, underpants, lunchbox, mug, everything. The toys, the Batmobile, the, the whole lot. Um, I bought the whole lot. Uh, and that, that's what got me into the comic properly. That's mm. what changed everything from this colourful Adam West um, type thing and the, the Spider-Man and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and I, 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 look, I saw comics then in a different light. Uh, and that's when I kind of like really seriously sort of getting into the books and obviously everyone says like alan moore and you know all that kind of thing um you know dark knight returns mm. i think dark, I, they had a copy of dark knight returns in a local library so i used to kind of like go down there every saturday and i'd take it off the shelf and i'd have a flick through it and you know like frank yeah. artwork was, was was fantastic it was really really dark and you know that's what that's what probably got me into 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 the comics and stuff and then from then you know you, you, there was a comic shop um, down one of the streets, one of the high streets called Infinite Worlds, I think it was called. Oh. It was like a little wallpaper shop. 
yeah. the back of it you had. Yeah. And it was uh, it was fantastic. We'd go there every week, uh, being a buddy of mine. And we'd pick up like the, the V comics, because uh, mm. the VTV series was a big thing at that time. We picked those up, and it was the Amer- the American prints of uh, Transformers. Now I used to get Transformers delivered from the the newsagents, uh, but right. it was the British British size comics, yeah, Beano size. Uh, I've still got the majority of them. They've all got like the badges on the front and the stickers and all that kind of thing. So I used to get Transformers, Thundercats, and Ghostbusters comic, which was yeah, yeah. of the cartoon. So they'd be delivered every week. I think they were like sixty pence each or something mm-hmm. like that. To maybe less than that, um, but then I went went to the this, this comic shop that had on uh, in town. wasn't there very long, and then they had the American uh, size mm. comics, and they had like the trans, the American Transformers, and then all the Spider Man, the Fantastic Four, X Men, uh, and that's when I really started kind of like thinking, wow, you know, this is this is a little bit more um, than sort of like Pow Bam and all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and from from then, I, I started kind of like just like like working on my own stuff, drawing my own stuff. Um, you know, obviously sitting there with the with the with the Transformers comic in front of me, and I'd have like my little sketchpad and stuff, and I'd copy Optimus Prime and you know all that kind of thing. And that's when I started working on kind of you know, like like proportions and things, and you know like developing a developing yeah. a, at that age. So probably about about thirteen, fourteen, um, when I really started to. to yeah. To properly go for it yeah it's interesting because I, I mean when you mentioned earlier about 1989 you know which was the year of the bat because I'm, I'm a, just a few years older than you i was yeah. about 16 and because i love batman anyway he's my favorite character yeah so when when it was being coming out and reimagined and there used to be this um because itv had just started doing like all night programming not long before and they used to have like things like america's top 10 movies and you know they were always like ahead of us yeah and they had yeah. clips of batman on there and jesus but mm. i tried to explain this on another podcast if you weren't around and you didn't live through that summer of 89 and that batmania that yeah. literally gripped everyone didn't it oh, you know yeah. i mean it was bizarre how it it permeated everything you you will never understand what it was like because you, you don't get that now you do, no. there's so many things i think um challenging for you know for your attention do you, yeah. I don't think we'll ever see something that rules it the was, media like that. That did. it was incredible, wasn't it? It was brand new. It kind of it, it had the whole package. It had the t-shirts. It had the lunch boxes. Yeah. It had the print soundtrack. So every time you turned the the radio on, you it was like dang, dang, dang. You know the, yeah. the Bat, Batman tune. Everywhere you looked, there's a Batman poster, a bus yeah. of Batman, Batman, Batman. Whereas now, the market, the, the sort of the market is flooded yeah. you know with it all the, um because like back then you'd get maybe i think that year when um when batman came out you had batman uh indiana jones four and there yep. was another at the same time so you had three blockbusters that year batman just dominated wasn't it, wasn't it ghostbusters 2 it came out yeah because that's yeah. a brilliant film but i think it got completely bypassed oh yeah it just got because caught. of batman it killed batman, everything batman. didn't it yeah yeah so you've got all you've got these movies, but no. So back then you had three blockbusters a year. Mm. Now you've got, I don't know, three blockbusters a month. <laughs> you know. know, you've got sort of like you, you'd wait sort of all year for like one DC movie, like you know, like Superman or Batman, and, and you'd, you'd wait for that. In a, in a in a whole year now, you have like five, six, seven yeah. movies. No, I, I love all the Marvel movies, but with mm. that bombarded with it, so you got the Marvel movies, you got the DC movies, and yeah. then you all the other kind of um, characters that are coming up, like like the the Bloodshot, the Vin Diesel film, you know, all that. Everyone's got everyone mm. comic book movie, you know. So you kind of you're like you, everyone's spoiled for choice. Yeah. Whereas yeah. obviously you say in 1989, Batman came out. That was the only movie. It might as well have been the only movie that was out that year because mm. of choice. I went to the cinema watching that about ten times. Uh, there's a little cinema uh, in town and it was a pound to get in mm. um, you know so I'd, i paid my pound i went in i had to have an id as well because it was uh i think it was the first 12 yeah uh, rated movie <laughs> yeah. i went in paid my pound sat there every weekend for i don't know 10 weeks or however, however long it was on um and then it came on video but it was a whole year before it came out on video yeah you know but i remember going to greece um, with my mum and dad and sat there and then there was a bar 
that was playing it twice a day. So mm. beach, my dad's at the bar, you know, my sister's, uh, you know, playing whatever. And I'm in this little, little pub in some Greece, Greek high street, uh, sat there watching Batman. So I watched <laughs> a glass of orange all two weeks that we were there. I think Batman every day, every day. Yeah. And yeah. I think that there's a lot of people that that like yourself was probably the catalyst to really start getting into comics and things as well on the back of it, you know, yeah. because again, I've spoken to other people where they've cited that Batman film as being uh, you know because obviously there was not only batman you then got you know the kind of other bat titles you know because there was that whole run of of brilliant work like you said dark knight you know yeah. killing joke all those things yeah. i mean death in the family you know with the killing of robin and i was on a podcast talking about that because i absolutely adore that although yeah. it still fucks me off that they retconned it that whole batman canon came alive and and it was just it really did spur a lot of people to get into the into the business. I think you know we thought bloody hell, you know this is this is really really intelligent storytelling, which means you know comics that old, horrible old phrase comics aren't just for kids was really true, wasn't it? You know because people start to see that it it was more than just you know disposable. Yeah, yeah, because you you see like the the, the kids stuff and you think oh well this is really cool. It's like my my dad. Um, up until a few years ago, he thought that it was just all kind of like bow, pow, bam, and all that mm. kind of, you know, and it's only when he started like looking at my stuff, um, he said, oh, that woke him up a bit. <laughs> yeah. This was tough stuff was for kids. I said, no, I said, look at this, look at this. And then it dawned on him that like all these years, he thought that I was just like into kids stuff. And then he realized that it was like this whole sort of like universe of sort of like yeah. just not adult material, but stuff for stuff for grown up, you know. Yeah. So, where did the um, the horror aspect come from then? Because obviously, you know, you're you're most famously known for your, uh, your shall we say this politely, your extreme schlock horror artwork <laughs> and and stories, which I, I absolutely, I mean, I'm a real gorehound. So again, it's yeah. right in my sort of up my stratus, as it were. So, you know, where did your love of horror come from, and and how did that come about? What was your kind of first horror film that you remember seeing? The first, uh, I've always been into into horror films. I think the first horror film that I properly saw was The Exorcist. That damaged my, my small mind at the time. But I, I've always watched horror films. My mum used to watch um, horror films. She doesn't watch horror films anymore. She can't watch them. She's too frightened. But when I was a kid, she used to always watch uh, horror movies. I'd come down at night and she'd be like, what are you watching? Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, things like that. And there was a, a friend of mine who used to live in the in the same street. Her mum used to like horror films, so I'd nip across, you know, the road on you know Friday Friday evening and stuff, and they'd have like Evil Dead on and things like that. So we watched those kind of things. Um, so I've always I've always watched horror films. I've always loved horror films. Um, they, but again, like like with the with the Batman stuff, I was I was like a kid of the eighties. Mm-hmm. So in the eighties, you had like Jason, Michael Myers, you know, Freddy mm-hmm. Krueger, the 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 horror films that we. That I, that I absolutely adore were all being made then, um, so they were like they, they, they were massive, you know, the, all the all the zombie movies, the Night of the Creeps, and you know all that kind of stuff, Rawhead Rex, Hellraiser. Mm. So it was it was it was everywhere, everywhere I went, you know, you, you know Freddy Krueger's glove and all that kind of stuff. But so yeah, I, I've always I've always loved I've always loved horror, uh, but I didn't actually start out as a horror comic book illustrator. I, I, I loved superheroes, and it was all superhero stuff that, uh, that, I, that I was doing. Um, and I got in touch with uh, a guy, uh, a guy from uh, uh, America, a guy called Ben Kreger. He was the guy that gave me my first uh, comic book job. Right. And he was doing um, a book about Abraham Lincoln um, as a little boy. Uh, and he'd seen like my style, my superhero style. And he said, uh, did I want to draw his book for him, this uh, Abraham Lincoln book? So I said, yeah. So I did. I think I did four issues of that. Went to America, um, did like a little bit of a signing for the first issue over there. Oh. So my 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 first Comic Con experience was um, the Emerald City Comic Con in in Seattle. Wow. Um, that was like really really cool. So I was kind of sat there behind a table, and I've got all these kind of this this queue of of, of yeah. people, this little Lincoln stuff because it's very patriotic. So I was doing all that kind of stuff. Uh, lots of people kind of like. I think I think my accent. People were just amazed by the accent. They weren't really bothered about the fucking book. <laughs> you know, they're like, like, well, you're from Germany? Like, no. Uh, <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're still... You're Australian? Like, no. <laughs> where, where are you from? 
a little town called Lee, and you know, like where, where's that? Um, but uh, no, it, it, that that was my, my first experience, and then I started doing the the books for for Ben. I did a couple for a guy called uh, Adam Adam Watson. Uh, he he has a little uh, level uh, Darkslinger comic, so I did a couple of bits and pieces for him. And then it kind of like it went quiet. Uh, but a mm. friend of theirs, a guy called Jason Zachary Park, uh, who's become a very very good uh, friend of mine, uh, he got in touch with me. He said he'd see my style, uh, and did I want to do a book called Dead Babies with Chainsaws? And I said, you, I said you got me at Dead Babies. <laughs> and let's do something. Uh, so I designed all these like little kind of like these little kind of like demonic looking babies with the, the with the chainsaws and stuff. Uh, but because my my style is really cartoony and it is quite cute, um, so you've got the contrast of sort of like these little cute babies with the chainsaws, and then you know they they've got like dead eyes uh, if you've yeah. ever seen if you've ever seen the characters. So you've got these little babies and they're like chopping up grandmas, you know, with with the, with the chainsaws and all this kind of stuff. So I, I did a I did a few um, of the babies with chainsaws books, uh, and I did a book called Deacon Jack, which is still one of the favorite books I've, I've ever worked on. Um, Deacon Jack's Homeless Necromancer, it was called. It was superb. So when, when I'm drawing all this, I'm thinking, you know, there's loads of characters that I've kind of come up with, and I tried to do a, a superhero book, uh, I think it was about a year before, called One Man. But it did. I don't, I don't know. I don't think people kind of got it, um, or whether people were just bored because there were so many superhero books out there. They might have thought, like, oh, you know, what's this? So I altered that there was a bad, one of my bad guys that, that I used in a one man book was uh, Razor, mm. Razor Bastard. Um, and a guy that had read the one man book, he said, he said, you got to do something with, with that Razor character. You know, that Razor character, he needs a book of his own. So I was like, right, okay. Uh, and then I, I, I sat down, I wrote issue one of Razor Bastard, which wasn't really going to be like issue one, two, three, four. I was just, yeah. my plan was to do five um, stories, just five sort of single self-contained razor bastard stories um and then that that was it i was going to like move on to move on to something else but everyone loves him everyone loves mm. him uh there's just something about him he's he's a he's a madman he's he's a murderer he's he's a you know he's a he's a pervert but everyone loves him i don't know whether that's yeah, yeah. About, yeah. About, about society or anything or does it say something about me for for writing all this it's, shit uh, it's a brilliant you know. character, though. It's like, you know, I, I mean, I met you um, last year at a local com. The first yeah. Time I met yeah. You. And that's where I picked up um, some of your stuff. Because I remember going back to um, H, me missus, who's the, the other half of Art 9-2. And I was saying, there's a guy, there's a guy down there. He's got this brilliant title called Razor Bastard. And she's like, right, <laughs> go and get some, you know. And it's just everything from the name, mate, to the design. to the, I mean, obviously your unique style of art as well, because it is. It reminds me um, a little bit of uh, Vaughn Bodie. I, mean, I don't know if you're familiar right. with this stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and it reminds me of that, where you're saying it's got that element of kind of um, not cuteness, but there's something, you know, quite disarming about it. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you know, there's, it's just like a wash with, like sex and gore and and people being yeah. ripped in half and and it it works brilliantly honestly it it really yeah. does and I mean I love it I love your style I and mean, we'll come on to that a little bit later about how you work and what you do yeah. I love the I love your style I love your use of color you know everything in it is extreme um, and that's what I like about it in a world when everybody is really safe yeah. this is completely the opposite and I find that really refreshing but Razor Bastard is a, it's a well written character as well mate you know it's yeah. not just it's not just two-dimensional it's it's really layered you know I, well, I find it i think it's really good i think a lot of people that look at it and they, they sort of think oh it's just sex violence you know like you said people's heads coming off you know you got like tits flying about everywhere and all this kind of stuff but when i when i write i do I, I put in everything that, that I love. So it's like my mm. love of sort of like 80s horror. It's my love of action movies. It's my love of kind of superheroes and, you know, crazy, crazy characters. Um, and I love sort of scurring, you know, people with what I do. But I also like making people laugh. So you'll mm. get like, you'll, you'll, you'll be reading something that's absolutely horrific on one page. And then, you know, two panels down and you, you'll have a chuckle, you'll have a laugh at something. You know, a couple of pages later, I'll hit you with something quite deep, um, because 
if, if you're just doing like blood and snot and, and tits all the time, people are going to get bored. There's yeah. many different layers to 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 what I to what I do. Yeah, and it, and it and it all works. It all kinds of kind of blends together well uh, because you, you you can't just have like just like one. I'd just be like a one trick pony if it was yeah. just gore and violence. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've many, 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 many layers uh, to the razor, to the razor bastard trifle. Yeah, no, it's brilliant, and and it's the same like you say about having comedy in in horror. I mean, the the best horror films do have elements of comedy. My favourite yeah. is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, I absolutely adore that film. And, yeah, and it's funny as well. You know, it always makes me laugh. And I went to a screening once um, when they, it was when it it was still banned, and this this. Um, local cinema they got um the opportunity to show a french print because you weren't allowed to show a british print but they found a loophole where you could show a french print of it like right. unedited so they did this this screening that you could go to and we went a group of us went and uh i was just laughing like all the way through it because i just find it such a, a brilliantly frightening film but it's funny as well and you're right it's that that element of you know you you it catches you off guard because you're enjoying it. You're having a bit of a giggle and then boom, you yeah. know, it turns a corner and that's more frightening than that. Like you say something like, you know, like a relentless kind of just horror, 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 go, 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 which is, is entertaining in its own right, but can just be a little bit repetitive and yeah. it flatlines a bit, doesn't it? Sometimes that. Yeah. That's what I find a lot with like the, the kind of the Blumhouse stuff, um, you know, the conjuring Annabelle movies, they're, they're far too serious. There's there's um there's no there's no humour in them. You know, it's all horror, it's all serious, and everyone's got like this kind of like this serious frown. Um, you know, and and you know, admittedly, yeah, they are quite scary in places. But I I, I like a I like a laugh. I like sort of like being being scared one minute. You know, you're like oh my god, and then like next minute some something makes you laugh, and you're like huh, yeah. like you're. You're, you're laughing at something and then you forget that you're watching a horror film and then the next thing boom you get like smacked with sort yeah. of like something yeah. horrific. like what what the fuck well like, where, where am i what am i watching you know sam raimi does it really really well i was well. Still just gonna say if you if you you know i mean evil dead is is slightly different to evil dead too but i think if anybody wants a master class in how to do comedy and horror um both evil dead 2 is just brilliant isn't it that just dials it right up i think yeah yeah yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. The Evil Dead series, the the, the TV mm-hmm. series, you've got like three three series. It, it, it's superb. You know, it, it's it's again, it's 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 up and down. You know, you've got zombies' heads coming off one minute. You know, deadites' heads coming off one minute. <laughs> you know, then you got like all the kind of like the, the deep stuff with like him and in pa- uh, Pablo, uh, his daughter and stuff. And then the next thing, you know, you got another head coming off. And it, oh, it's 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 just superb. It's so well written. But that's that's your stuff as well, though, mate. I mean, I'm not just saying it because you you're on the show, but genuinely, that's what I I see in your work as well. Is you know there is I was I was rereading um, Death Truck earlier today. I was just going through that because I I really enjoy that as well. It's another great story, twisted as fuck, I might add, but brilliantly done. And you know, it's just it's just it's it's not just funny, but it's 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 more than I would expect from a kind of you know like a, a typical schlocky horror book which yeah. is how you could look at it and no disrespect but you know somebody picking up could look at it and go oh it's just all blood but when you read it you're a really really good writer as well and it, it shows that the characters are rounded they're not just yeah. insert body here to be ripped apart it's great stuff mate it really is I, I put a lot of work into into my characters mm. uh, two years to to draw uh, and the, the the main character of Cat, she's actually a real a real person. I met a girl uh, a few years ago uh, at one of the Comic Cons. Anyway, I, we we got chatting and stuff, uh, and I said I've got to put you in a book because the the look of her is was fantastic. Right. She had like black hair on one side and white hair on the other, covered from head to foot in tattoos. Mm. Uh, and I thought she's she's got to go in a book, you know. So then I sat down and I created uh, the character around the look of yeah. The, we kept the same name as well. Well, that's what I do with with all my characters. They're not just sort of, like I said, these one dimensional characters. There's a, yeah. there's, a there's a soul to 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 each of them, yeah. um, and it's not just kind of like just blood splattered everywhere. There is there's there's a point to a, a lot of my a lot of my my, my stuff as well. I, I put a lot of myself into things. Um, if people know me, you know they'll be kind of like reading like a book, and you know it might get to like a bit of a, a bit of a deep moment. 
Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's Paul. You know, mm. recognise mm. that. You know, so I, I I do put a hell of a lot of myself myself into 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 what I do, what I write. You know, but I, I just love you know horror, I love comedy. Mm. You know, blend them together, and uh, you get one of my books. So. <laughs> Where does your uh, where does your art style come from? Because it is quite unique. I mean, you know, there aren't, as I say, it reminded me of uh, Von Bode stuff, but it is unusual your art style, and it's in- incredibly dynamic. I mean, the thing I find with your pages is like, like fucking million miles an hour. You know, <laughs> they, they they really they they literally assault your your senses because there's so much going on. Yeah. And you know, as an artist, that's one of the things that you struggle to get is movement and that feeling of you know, kind of constant motion and stuff. But you, you nail it. I just wonder, where, where, what were your influences art-wise and stuff then when you were starting off? Art-wise, I've, I've always loved Humberto Ramos, the Mexican uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Spider-Man stuff. When I, when I was, I think, I can't remember how old I was, I, I was in a, one of the comic shops and I picked up a book called Crimson and he illustrated it. It's all vampires and angels and demons and all this kind of stuff. And I thought it was absolutely fantastic. There's only 24 issues of it. I've got all 24 issues. I thought I think it's an amazing, amazing book. And I, I had I had the, the the chance to meet him when I was in uh, Seattle. Um, I actually sat with him and we had a we had a chat, wow. started doing a little bit of sketching and all that kind of thing. Um, but no, his his style is is fantastic. It's dead blocky, dead chunky, dead kind of colourful, dead cartoony. Mm. And and I love that in in comic books, a lot of the sort of like the the DC stuff and the 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 Marvel stuff, everything is sort of super realistic. Uh, if you if you get what I mean, I, I, I was I was chatting to um, Jimmy Palmotti, uh, and I showed him some of my stuff, and he said, "You're too cartoony." He said, "Everything's got to be like realistic, anatomically kind of correct and stuff like that." Uh, and I said, "But that's what everything looks like," you know. I said, I want mm. my kind of stand out. I said, I want my stuff yeah. to be, you know, if someone looks at them and goes, yeah, Paul, Paul drew that. Uh, so I didn't listen to anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I carried on just doing my own thing. And I'm glad I did because a lot of people do like my style. Yeah. It's not for everybody. Um, my books aren't for everybody. My, my style of writing, my, my style of mm. artwork, not everyone's cup of tea. But it's mine. And I'm really proud of how everything looks and how it, it's, it's it's my signature. So, you know, you look at it and it's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a Paul original. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it definitely. You can tell your style a mile off. I mean, you know, because it is different. Yeah, it suits how I write. Uh, I write at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. I, I, I write my comics like um, like I'm watching a, like I'm watching a movie. I love Rob Zombie. I love mm. Rob movies. I love his is the 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 universe that he's he's, he's created, and mm. I like to kind of think as my comic books as being a Rob Zombie movie, but in comic book form. Adding the Rob Zombie soundtrack to it, you know, and then yeah. you've got one of my books. And do you so prefer kind of writing, drawing, coloring, doing everything yourself, or you know, do you still enjoy picking up scripts from other people? Because do you, you draw? Uh, slaughterhouse but you don't write it do you no no i don't i don't write no. that no no uh matt got in touch with me a, a, a couple of years back uh, yeah. saying that i like work work with me and and, and that's so i do i do i do a slaughterhouse z slaughterhouse z yeah z so i do i do that for i've done one issue i've done a couple of other bits and pieces poster wise and uh, yeah. um but i'm i'm doing the issue two and three that'll i'll Brilliant. start start doing that you know, in the, in the next uh, next month or two, but uh, yeah, I, I, I just uh, I just I just draw for those. I just draw for yeah. Do, they they seem to have a similar kind of writing style, though, humour wise. Um, yeah, it's, I, I remember back in Slaughterhouse Z on on Kickstarter, and um, I think that's when I first saw your your work actually. Right, and loving it, you know. But it, it does now. I read your stuff as well. It does. It does have. A, I can see why you can work with those guys because it it is of a similar vein i would yeah. say yeah yeah they're 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 like they're just messed up you know and, <laughs> and, I, and i'm messed up so it kind of it kind of works you know they're rum guys aren't they they're a good yeah, laugh as well what they do is, is absolutely fantastic yeah i love working on you know the the slaughterhouse stuff but yeah 
yeah, it's uh, it's 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 like a match made in match made in heaven. Everything everything fits together uh, perfectly. And the, the, the few things that I've that I've done the, on the on the slaughterhouse book, there was a page, uh, and it was it was quite a, a, a pornographic. Um, bit. Is it the one in the van? <laughs> no, no, that that, no. that <laughs> yeah, cause that, that, that's yeah, that's pretty awful. That one in it is, is, you know, that is that is extremely cheeky uh no one between the the two characters uh and the sharing like a double-ended uh dildo oh, yeah. um <laughs> but I, I had to keep I, I think i redrew that page about four times because when they said you know draw this double-ended dildo i went to the fucking extremes with it <laughs> uh, and i think matt loved it and uh like like adam like just he, he, he didn't like it uh, he did like it, but he thought it was it was just too much. So I thrown <laughs> it a, a, quite a few quite a few times uh, until you know we kind of reached a reached a compromise of. Uh, I mean, it's kind of graphic, but not too graphic. But uh, yeah. it was it was a good. It was it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like I say, they, they do some good stuff. Help out media as well. They do. Brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. They, they... The, the amount of stuff they churn out is incredible, isn't it? You know, they work with some really good people. I mean, yourself included, but they've got a good stable of um, of talent there as well. So yeah, it really is really good. So where did Beat the Demon comics come from? Then was that just purely your ability to you know self publish? Is that what drove it? Yeah, um, because of, because I write all my all my own bits and pieces, all my own mm. books, I draw my own books. I'm just kind of like a like a one man one man band of kind of comic 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 book writing. I've worked with people before, and it's like, right, you want to you draw and I'll write and all this kind of thing. And I'm 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 better off working on my own. I, I, yeah. I, I prefer just working by myself. I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. I've not got someone saying, oh, well, maybe this and maybe that, and you know the the colours don't look right on this. It's mm-hmm. like of you know my characters. I know where I'm going with it all. Yeah. You know, so I just I just do I just do everything, and that's that's one of the reasons why I don't put out as much as I should, um, because I write it, then I pencil it, ink it, color it, letter it, and then you know it's it's a long it's a long process. I'm like doing you look at if you pick up like a Marvel comic book, you know you've got like two artists, three inkers, mm. colorists, you know, and a letter and, and all working on on one book, like six seven people. You know, there's yeah. just me. There's just me working on by myself on, on mine, um, so that's why it takes me, you know, quite a while to kind of like put a book out. But I, I just, it's just, it's just my stuff, and yeah, you know, maybe I should yeah. kind of let go of the reins a little bit, and you know, let let, let other people color it. And I've had other people color stuff before, and I've kind of looked at it and thought ah, that, that's not how I want to do it. And it's good, it's good stuff, it's it's brilliant stuff, you know, but it's not how I do it. And it, yeah. I, I have a vision of how I want things to look. I want things to kind of sound. I want things to come across, and you know. So I, I just uh, that's why I do everything by myself. Yeah, I mean, I'm, we're in the same boat. I mean, obviously, we write and draw and colour all our own stuff, and the same thing. You know, it takes you. You know, you're lucky because you've got to work for a living as well. You know, because you know, yeah. shock horror, but you know, you don't make millions off comics, do you? Which is, you know, you don't. I couldn't believe it. If I'd have known that, never started. Yeah, you know, a lot of people, they said, "Oh, you draw comics." Oh, you must be loaded i'm like what? <laughs> really you know yeah uh, yeah. yeah but it takes time and it, you know and it, it you've got to give it your all as well and it is difficult to let it go and it you know i mean i i've only just on um because i do a, a wrestling series called galaxy grappling alliance and just on the second issue and i actually had somebody uh letter that for me a guy i know um who's a, an independent creator guy and um he did a brilliant job and he did a better job than I did on the first issue, to be fair, because lettering, it takes me as long to letter as it does to write and draw and colour the whole bloody thing, you know. Yeah. Um, I, 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 uh, that initial letting him do it, though, my arse was nipping, even though I knew how good he was. I was just, it was like, what if I don't like it when it comes back? And thankfully, he, he kind of, you know, he murdered it. It was brilliant, you know, so I didn't have that concern. But it's difficult. And I, I don't know how I'd feel about letting somebody colour it or whatever, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I've had people colour my stuff before, and and uh, and then you know they kind of you know you, you get it back, and you know you, you you find yourself kind of picking 
picking holes and stuff. And you you don't you know it's not like you've been you know because I, I, I'm I'm nice. I'm not going to be like turn around to someone and say like oh that's a lot of shit. What the fuck's this? And you know it's yeah. like that, that's pretty cool. You know, but you, you look at things and you think I wouldn't have done it like that. You know, and then you kind of like find yeah. yourself like. I don't know, being almost kind of cruel to someone else's hard work, and I, I, I don't yeah. like doing that. I don't, it, you know. That side about if you put something out that you're not entirely happy with as well, isn't it? You yeah. know, because I've always said I've, I've never put anything out. I wasn't, I mean, I'm never happy with what I do anyway, to be honest, you know, so I'm, 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 my own room. Yeah. I'm the, if I really didn't like it, I wouldn't put it out because I, I, I just feel as though I couldn't really pitch it and believe in it, so... Yeah, the stuff the stuff that I put out like years ago, I kind of I, I I read back over stuff and I think like ah, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't do that now. There's kind of there's some colours that I've done. I think oh my god, that's awful. You know, like some some characters that I've kind of drawn some panels and I'm like oh my god, people are actually you know reading this and looking at this and it's funny. yeah. But I'm very very self critical. Um, yeah. But I think we all are. Yeah, well, most of us. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we all know a few that aren't, but, um, well, a, but most of us are, aren't we? You know, there's a few egos. Um, there's a few egos out there, but uh, <laughs> that, that's one thing I'm not. You know, it's yeah. You know, I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm an independent sort of comic book, you know, writer, artist. You know, I do, and you know, I'm drawing comics about a guy in a leather mask who kind of fucks prostitutes and <laughs> you know kills other killers, and you know, it's. I'm yeah. not, not writing Shakespeare or anything like that. You know, I'm not the greatest artist in the world. I'm not the greatest colorist. You know, I'm not the greatest writer, and I and I know that. You know, there's a there's a lot better than me. Um, but there's also a lot of people who are on kind of like my level who think that they're sort of oh I know bloody Marvel. You know, all this kind of thing. Yeah, really. yeah. it's funny. It is interesting when you watch how quickly people get disillusioned with the business because. Yeah, they're not they're not suddenly picked up by Marvel or or in 2000 AD or whatever it may be, and it's like, well, it's because you know you've got to work at it, and it yeah. takes years, and you know there's that look and there's that thing, but as long as you're creating and you're enjoying doing it, that's I mean that's kind of why we do it. We do it just because we enjoy telling stories and doing it, you know. And if people yeah. people like it and want to buy it, great, you know, we'd still do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you can approach it, innit, it? To be honest. Yeah, that's what I do. You know, I'm, I'm constantly mm-hmm. writing. I'm constantly coming up with like new ideas and things. You know, I sit in my sit in my studio. I would like drawing away and stuff. And if I wasn't doing that, I don't, I don't know. I think I'd, I think I'd crack up. You know, mm. if I wasn't mm. like like doing something creative, whether it's you know writing a book, drawing a book. Yeah. Um, I love cooking. You know, so I'll be mm. out, you know making a, a, a dish or something. I've just started sculpting. I've never sculpted before in my life, but I've got like a little workshop in bottom of my garden, load of clay, bloody potter's wheel and all that kind of thing. And I started kind of like sculpting masks and all this kind of stuff. They're I've got, good as well. Like they're, they're pretty decent, then. I didn't know you'd never sculpted before. No, no, that that the 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 big sort of like carrot sort of like monster what I'd done and and, and yeah. that, that first thing I'd, I'd I'd ever done. I'd, I'd never never sculpted before. Uh, wow. Twenty minute video. Uh, <laughs> I noted who uh, all the uh, you know the plaster of Paris stuff and the yeah. and the, the the latex and then you know the the paint and I, I bought all the all the all the, the the spray gun and the paints um, and that was all like a twenty five minute video on YouTube and I thought right I'll, I'll give it a whirl anyway I, I did it cast it you know did the latex like that like spray I was like, yep I can do that now <laughs> fantastic oh they're really good well impressive. So you know you you've got obviously Razor Bastard and and um, other titles and your latest title that you you're bringing out imminently I think is it is it anytime soon is yeah, what yeah. I'm I'm particularly looking forward to as a fan of the genre I love a, a cannibal film you know a bit of Ruggiero Diodato goes down well in this house so I'm looking forward to your latest which is Cannibal is it Cannibal Triple X or Cannibal XXX Cannibal Triple X brilliant uh, yeah. It, uh, I think last, last year, I had, a bit, I, had, I had a bit of a bad year last year, and I didn't work uh, on comics for at least five five or six months. Right. I pencils down, and I spent, I was still going to work, I was still working in, in the, in the mm. car, still doing everything I was doing, but drawing-wise, me had, me had a gun, I couldn't, I couldn't cope anymore. Sat on the couch, stuck a lot of Nicolas Cage movies on, 
And that's all I did for about five months. And then when I started kind of like coming around again, watching a, a couple of horror movies, I just got a shudder or something like that. And I came across um, Cannibal Holocaust. And I thought, right, everyone goes on about it. Everyone goes on about Cannibal Holocaust. So I sat and I watched Cannibal Holocaust and I thought, right, I want to do a cannibal book. So I yeah. got, off, got off my backside, came in the studio, uh, bought a lot of other cannibal movies, Cannibal Ferox, all that yeah. kind of So I thought, right, what can I do with this cannibal movie? And I thought, right, why don't I make that? But as I was researching uh, all the cannibal stuff, I, I came across um, like a like cannibal like cannibal horror porn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, oh, that, that's, that, looks, that looks quite interesting. Uh, it was on like the, the kind of Pornhub, uh, Pornhub site. They do all the <laughs> superhero porn parodies and stuff, and they've done this kind right. of thing. And I thought, oh, right. So I sat back and I thought, right, I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a cannibal porno uh, <laughs> book. And at first, it was it was actually just going to be blood, snot, sex, you know, tits and yeah. cocks. But then, as I started kind of like writing it again, it it, it just grew arms and legs and yeah. and dicks and fannies. <laughs> <laughs> But it became quite, it became quite deep. Uh, not deep in that kind of a sense. Who are <laughs> It's quite sort of, quite quite a personal piece. Yeah. Uh, really. It, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's full of tits and stuff. And I really enjoyed kind of researching uh, what, I, what, what I did. But <laughs> it, no, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's di- very different from what I, I set out to do. Mm. I set out to do something... You know, kind of people, just something you know, the Comic Cons people look at it and I go, oh my God, you know, how horrible, you know, or like, like I don't know, you probably get some people that are probably like jerking off to it and shit like that. Uh, but yeah, it, it just, uh, it turned into something, something quite, something quite, uh, quite different from what I originally set out. Mm. Yeah. So is it a one shot or is it, we were matron again, you know, <laughs> it's full of the <laughs> yeah. Finn Barcelona, there's like a segment of the hour now. But yeah. uh, is it a one shot or is it going to be a, a multi part or? It's going to be a four-parter. Um, I mean, finished, and it's 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 it's. Let's say it's very different from what I set out to do. Mm. You know, part two. I think I get what I like doing with my books is you, you start reading something and you go like, oh yeah, I know where this is going, and then you oh my fucking god, no I don't, and then you mm. laugh like shit. <laughs> where am I? Death truck and what I do with Razor, you think it's going one way and it just zigzags and it goes somewhere else and somewhere else and then eventually I bring you back uh, to the original sort of the original start. But yeah, uh, part two is absolutely insane. Um, what I've written of it so far, but uh, no, it's it's good and it, it's 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 at the printers now. So uh, I was talking to uh, Stuart Gould the other day. He does all my all, all, all the printing stuff. Fantastic guy, really, really nice guy. If you want your right. books uh, printing, get in touch with Stuart Gould. He's a he's a he's a fabulous guy. But yeah, it should be out available in print next week, week after maybe something like that. Excellent. Well, save me a copy, won't you? I'll be. I will. I'm really excited. I love. I mean, as I say, genuinely love a cannibal film. I mean, uh, it's always been one of my uh, my guilty pleasures, particularly in horror and stuff. So yeah. when, when you saw you were doing it, oh man, I was like, this is going to be fucking brilliant. This, <laughs> so I yeah. can't wait. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's, well, it's... I, I actually, uh, I actually messaged, messaged the director of uh, Cannibal Holocaust, uh, Rodrigo. I can never pronounce his Ruggiero, I believe it's pronounced. Yeah, yeah. Diodato. Yeah, he's he's yeah, an yeah. interesting guy. Yeah. yeah. I I messaged him to see if I, if I, if I could send him a copy, you know, just so I could kind of like. Mm. Like, like him, I, I wanted his, his his input, you know, but he 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 never he never got back, never got back in touch. He read my message, but he never got back in touch. Bro. He's an in, he's an interesting character actually, and he's um he did get a lot of shit over the carnival stuff. Oh it yeah, went on for went on for years. You know, he was in he was in and out of courts for years, and yeah, yeah, unbelievable yeah. when you read about the whole thing of it, and it's just like yeah, he, he had to prove that like the actors were still alive. All this kind yeah. of stuff. that was absolutely fantastic. So mm-hmm. I thought, send him a book, see if he, but I don't know. He's probably got other things to do than, you know, read my shit, but. <laughs> it's worth dropping him another another line, though, you know. He might bite, you never know, if you pardon the pun. Yeah. Uh, so where can people get Cannibal and, and all the other stuff that we're talking about? Is it have you, have you got a website or is it through direct contact? It's, it's I've, I've had a website under construction for three years. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. 
it's something that uh, I really, really need to pull my finger out uh, and get my website done. Especially now there's like there's no Comic Cons or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or I just go to a Comic Con and people will get my books there and and all this kind of stuff. But now it's you know you, you, we can't even do Comic Cons and stuff anymore. But if people get in touch with me through you know my email address, um, you know Facebook, Instagram, yeah. kind of thing. Okay. No, but I mean, awfully, you know, the next I'm gonna I'm gonna say the next sort of like few weeks. I'm gonna have my website up and up and running uh, with a little shop attached to it and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it's something that I really need to really need to do, which I don't know. I've just been putting it off and putting it, it off. It, it all just takes time, you know. And it's it's like I mean, I'm lucky because H, um, she does all that stuff. You know, I just ask her to put stuff on there, and but it takes time. And then when you're trying to create, like, and you're a one man band with it all, and you work, and you've got a family. Yeah, like time's yeah. the one thing you've not got. So bit of a shame really but i think we need particularly in the current climate because there ain't going to be any cons in the very near future at least other so yeah um, well, well we'll go through and put all your links in the show notes anyway just to make sure if people are interested in looking at your work and oh, seeing where they can find out about your stuff then we'll, we'll get it in there definitely so what other uh what other projects have you got on the boil then are you doing any more work for anyone else or are you already cracking on with cannibal 2 please say yes <laughs> cannibal 2 i've got it written Yay! <laughs> um, to, uh, start, like put uh, put pen to paper with it. I've been doing the next the next Razor book. Um, mm. I was just gonna. It, it's called. Um, it was gonna be Razor Three. Who stole the monkey porno? Uh, <laughs> and I'd, I'd illustrated like seventy six pages, and I hadn't even hit halfway. Wow. So I thought, right, this is going to take me way too long. I'm looking at like a, I don't know, 150 page book, maybe I don't know, 200 page book. So I thought, right, I, my original plan was to do five razor books. Right. But that's not that's not the plan anymore. It's now just going to be an ongoing series. So Razor Three is now just issue three. Cool. And then obviously Razor Part Razor Three Part Two is just issue four, five, six. So it's just yep. going to just going to carry on because I've got that much material for Razor. Um, I could probably carry on for, for quite a while. There's all the other kind of characters that I've been creating, like Once Monster, um, all the characters from Deathstroke. Uh, I've got a book called Dinosaur, which I'm, I'm, I'm part mm. writing. It's like a gangster book. It's very, very different from what, I've, uh, what I'm usually doing. But everything's under one roof. Everything's in one universe going to start kind of crossing over i mean stuff crosses over anyway it's just going to be razor is going to be the main backbone of everything so you're going to get little kind of books dropping in um here and there like war chicken that's another thing mono hombre uh, i've got that many books that i, I just i don't know I, I, i'm just i need like another 10 hours a day 20 hours a day i know it's just yeah. it's possible i'm i'm like i'm the world's best juggler <laughs> i just have when I want to sit and draw books all day, but unfortunately, I've got to go to work and I've got to feed my children, and I got, yeah. got to please my wife, and you know, it's you know, I, I just, I, I just want to sit and draw books, but I've got to do, I've got to do grown up. Life stuff. has a way of getting in the uh, in the way, doesn't it, though, mate? That's the problem. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, are you you doing any any work for anyone else, or are you you basically just having to concentrate on your own stuff? I've got to do the second Slaughterhouse Z book. Um, cool. Starting that in the next sort of few weeks, uh, penciling it all up, penciling drawing yeah. that. Uh, there's a guy uh, that I do some stuff with, a guy called Dan. We wrote a book last year uh, called Time of the Month. It's a werewolf uh, story. I've drawn all that. It's all drawn and inked. It just needs colouring. You know, I'm kind of drawing razor, colouring razor, doing, uh, finishing up um, mm-hmm. Cannibal. Yeah, I need, I need like like Doctor Octopus's technology. <laughs> You need to get yourself a clone, like yeah. Dolly the Sheep. Yeah, that'd be good. I'd, I'd get a clone like the, the Multiplicity movie, what Michael Keaton did that time. Yeah. <laughs> cool. You know, there's like one of them's going to be like really aggressively banging my wife somewhere. One of them's a bit dumb to put his, <laughs> his wallet and shit. You know, but I don't know. Yeah, I could do with cloning myself. That'd be really cool. Um, I cloned myself. I'd, I'd just use that for evil. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Or just sitting on Zoom calls or whatever. Yeah. I just yeah. did that with you. Yeah. You won't ask me again. 
but um yeah so so your process then so obviously you work traditionally do you and then ink and then do you color digitally or i color digitally yeah mm. uh, but drawing wise just give me a piece of paper and a biro uh, and I'll, I'll draw i'll draw like a really cool book um but i, I it, you know I'll, I'll sit like watching movies listening to kind of listening to my music i'm a you know huge misfits fan like dio um, you know, so I'll be, I'll be, I'll be sitting like listening to tunes, and you know, I just got like ideas. I'll be like watching watching movies. You know, like I love the uh, Frank Henlotter. Uh, I love Frank Henlotter movies. Um, yeah, Frank and Hook is one of my favorite films. Um, you know, I think it's a superb, superb movie. But I just got like, little ideas, and I'll just kind of put them into like a little little pan. You know, they'll they'll bubble away until they're ready, and then. Uh, and then I just like start writing things. Just they didn't. A lot of my books just write themselves, but there's always a cinematic sort of scape to them. Yeah. Kind of I plot them all out as though I'm kind of like in the cinema watching like a watching a movie. Like I said before, um, like I, I, I kind of like I see myself as like a like a Rob Zombie but of the comic book comic book world. You know, so you know that's 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 pretty much how I, how I, how I write story wise. Um, I've got like notebooks upon notebooks, and I'll just sit and you know, weird ideas here, weird idea there, something disgusting, yeah. horrific here, and I'll just, I'll, it'll just be on a piece of paper somewhere. And then when I'm writing something else, um, I think right, well, what can I do with this bit now? And then this character, and I'm like, ah, right, was that little little note three months ago? And I'll go right, that suits that bit. Right, well, yeah, brilliant. So it, one one strange question then to finish us off. So if you could pick up any kind of mainstream character. From yep. say Marvel or DC or whatever it be, and translate that into your own style. What what would you like to have a go at? Um, let's have a think. I'm a I'm a, I'm a huge Wolverine fan. Everyone, I'm a massive Wolverine fan. Uh, I'd probably like to have a go at Wolverine, you know, because it'd be like it'd be like my kind of thing. Everyone's just getting like sliced up and stuff, and you know, you you read like the you know some like Wolverine comics. The big cigar. He's a drinker. You know, he likes his he likes his women and his violence. So probably probably Wolverine. Yeah, I'd like to see you have a crack at something like a preacher one shot as well. Yeah, um, yeah, I could see you really getting on with those characters and and having yeah. some fun because again, that was another book that you know didn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, and and because of that, was absolutely genius. You know, and got away with some horrendous stuff for its time oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, the time it's coming out it was quite a conservative time, and um, particularly in the states. So how yeah. they got some of that stuff out, you know. Well, testament to how great all the creators were on it, but yeah, I'd love to see you have a crack at something like that. Yeah, that would be pretty good. I'd have to, uh, do... I'll have to uh, like a preacher poster or something like that. No, I think yeah. you're doing a, an ass face. I think you'd be, you'd be <laughs> right up your street, mate. Right? Yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. You'd get a bit like John, uh, Jesse Custer's mullet and all that kind of thing. I loved it when he lost his eye. I mean, I'm a sucker for an eye patch, me. You know, then <laughs> that's just yeah. brilliant. You know. <laughs> like, spoiler if you've never read it but it's your own fault you should have read it by now you know yeah no it's good when uh, you get like a character loses i think wolverine lost an eye thor lost an eye. you know you got like uh aquaman loses his hand so when you get like a character losing losing a body losing part, a limb <laughs> yeah that's yeah. Yeah, been really really interesting been really good fun and um thanks for coming because i know we've we've been trying to sort of set this up a few times now and uh just as we say, life gets in the way, doesn't it? You know, so we, we we can't always uh, do the things we want to do. But yeah. uh, it's been really good and appreciate it. And hey, um, man, thanks so, for having me on. Thanks for listening to me waffle on about. Uh, not at all. Not at all. Hey, us Northerners, we got to stick together. You know, like, nobody else wants us, do they? So, <laughs> yeah. just going back to um, where people can find your your stuff and that. Then, do you want to give give people an idea of like what your your Facebook page is and and you know maybe yeah. your Instagram stuff, things like that. Yeah, if you want to like sort of like you know track me down, look for Paul P J Johnson on Facebook, uh, Instagram, email address is pj.fumanchu at googlemail.com. You know, just drop me a drop me a line and stuff, and I'll so if you want like any of the books and that. But I do, I, I promise you, there is a, a website on its way. It's uh, with a little shop attached. So fantastic, and you won't be disappointed if you're a fan of of anything horror, schlock, comedy, bit of blue in there, you know. You won't be disappointed with Paul's stuff. It's, it's got all that in spades. I hope you've enjoyed this chat with Paul. I know I have. It's been really good fun. I've been looking forward to this for a while, actually. <laughs> so if you want to uh, find out more about me, you can find me at art90.com. 
and Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's all art92.com. And the old joke is that, you know, um, we keep the same handle because you get to our age. You're lucky if you remember to put your pants on in the morning. So, yeah, remember to join us again next week. We'll continue our Art of Series where we'll talk to another creator about their work. And I just want to thank Paul one more time for giving up his busy time where he should be cracking on with Cannibal 2. Otherwise, I won't be happy. Cheers, Paul. Thanks, mate. No worries, man. Thanks for thanks for having me. Thanks for no, having that's me. Been, been really good fun. Really good fun. And I'll leave you all with the thoughts of the legendary John Waters who said, bad taste is what entertainment is all about. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.